The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. This is the show after the show. On Saturday, we put this out on Wednesday, so happy hump day to all of you out there. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about consumer cigar behavior during the coronavirus. And this is during it because we are still in the midst of it. Uh, We are not open for retail sales. It's curbside only. We also have an online presence, twoguyscigars.com. And we also have a wholesale part of the company. Uh, I'm in all aspects of the cigar industry besides plant and tobacco leaves and stuff. So um, it came about because I'm hearing from a lot of the manufacturers calling me up. Uh, Factories are closed. Um, Some reopening this week, they're saying. um, But some of the warehousing or shipping to us was closed at some locations, some of them it's open, Um, and things have changed up a lot. Now, uh, we'll probably do another show like this after it's all over and cleaned up and actually break out the stats, but I want to talk to you guys about how your feeling is, because that's how they call, and when they talk to me about this, of what your gut feeling of what you see that is happening there. So um, as far as, let's go first to brick and mortar of people walking, uh, driving up and doing curbside. Uh, this this is, uh, what are we, about uh, three three weeks into this now? Just about, yeah. Um, uh, do you think people are buying more or less? Do you think they're buying higher or lower or the same? What, what is going on? There's a couple of things happening. The, the, the guy that buys singles, every day or every other day has moved himself up to buying the box. So he's only going out once a week. He seems to be matching, just looking in the car. He's got groceries in the back of the car now every week, and he's buying a box of his regular cigar. So he's matching it up to his grocery shopping. So, so that'll be interesting to see if the behavior at the after right. changes. Is this a guy that now becomes a box buyer because he says, wow, you get the whole box, you get a discount buying the box, I am now a box buyer. Maybe there's a little flower at the end of this thing that um, consumer ch- changes. Or did I go back to it? And again, we'll, we'll see this after. Yeah, it could go either way, right? They may just want to minimize the number of trips they're taking right now. That's, so they that's go about a third of the customers, minimizing yeah. their trips. The guys that we were seeing every day or every other day are, are stocking up a little more. Uh, the other behavior. You think some of it is of fear that maybe the store will be closed down completely, and then the I first week, it? the first week that that odd March into April week 
where the the week was split in the month. Yeah, that was definitely there was some horde behavior going on. Yeah, right. People loading up, and then it turns out we're open, so we didn't see some of those guys for a little bit. Okay, uh, all right. So now their behavior. You're seeing that over Barry in, in Nashua? You're, you're watching that a little on the retail end? Yeah, so the first week that it happened, um, you know, it happened in other states before it happened here in New Hampshire. So we started seeing the other states where they were announcing the close down. Um, in some states like New York, brick and mortars could even do curbside pickup. So we saw an influx of customers from New York uh, when the same really? thing. Yeah, when the same Drive thing, it all the way down. Uh, yeah, well, mail order. No, let's talk about the the retail first. So the retail, I'm not really out there much. All right. Um, we still have, you know, we have this one customer who buys five eight five eights every day, and he's still buying five eight five wow. eights every day. Uh, but there are people I notice more boxes going out. Uh, we've always done a high box volume in two guys. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like it's percentage points higher. Um, now, okay, but I'm not on the floor as much, so I can't really give a a full. Uh, educated answer all right now how about when it comes to still on the retail store are the people buying the same thing they always bought maybe they're buying more at a time or are they buying better cigars or more expensive cigars or are they buying cheaper cigars well what's happening is to answer that question it's they're buying basically the same cigars or better and I've or seen, better so there's there's about a third of a third a third a third you've got your regular box buyers that that's what they're doing in there. And they continue to do the they same. They continue behavior. to buy boxes, but they're buying boxes of better stuff. Oh, yeah? Or buying what they normally buy boxes of. Any chance of longer cigars, shorter cigars? They're keeping them pretty close to the same. It's uh, still because the weather's been back and forth. Some, yeah. So you got some warm days, some cold days. Yeah, we've had snow twice this week, yeah. and it rained all month. And our weather's actually been horrible it has. for this thing to happen that people aren't outside smoking so you as much as i would think consumption should be up the weather's been so bad maybe consumption is not up and and, and there's we, still there's still not a whole lot of scheduled downtime that a regular guy that's smoking cigars would have and he's creating that downtime to get a little distance from either his kids or his wife or both right. and the ones who would come into the shop to smoke may not have another place. Right. 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 They're smoking outdoors or in their car. In fact, one of our customers, Tom, you know him. He yeah. said, I absolutely will never smoke in my car two months ago. <laughs> right. Now we see him every day. Every day. So he comes in, he gets his Atabay and Byron and goes and sits in the car. It's his mobile smoking lounge. Yeah. But the other thing I've noticed, the guys that normally walk around, they're curious about what's new. They want to be shown. They want to be handled. They want to get 20 cigars or so. They're coming in with a list. They've gone on our website. They write down a detailed list of what they want in, with the quantities, and they give us a shopping list, which is the other interesting wow. thing that okay. that we've never seen before. Those guys usually want to be handled, and they're not being handled. They're handing us a list and saying, here, and if you want to pick out two other cigars uh, that I think I'd like. I was I'd just like, going to ask that question. If they don't ask, we, we prompt them, but that's been... Those guys still have the adventure of the cigar smoking. They're just buying in greater quantity. You know what I do when I travel and we, we go to cigar stores? Ed, you, you've been with me when I did it. Jonathan, you've been with me while I do it. I go into a cigar shop. Nobody knows who I am. And I go in and I say to the people working there, you know, I like mild to medium cigars and I'm looking for something around this size. Uh, price is not an object. What do you recommend? And whatever they recommend, I buy, and I continue to buy until they stop recommending. And I am sometimes 
unfortunately blown away on the negative of where they take me. Um, but I, it's, I'm so curious to see what people end up doing, and, and I'm, I'm so usually disappointed. Well, how often do you find when you say price is not an object, they still make that a consideration? Because the problem is it's a consideration, and it is an object for them. This is the most affordable luxury in the world, and whether you sell me a $7 cigar or a $14 cigar, it really doesn't matter, knock on wood, to me. Yeah, you start getting into two fifty, right. dollars $500 cigars, pre-embargo stuff. Well, absolutely. Right. Different, no, different ballgame. No, yeah, I'm but not interested in that. For regular production, if somebody says price is not an object, show and, them the highest end yeah, stuff. Let them talk themselves down from there. Or here's where an issue becomes. So I'm ra I'm saying to a person that's working in a cigar shop, you know, minimal pay type of person, um, what do you recommend? You, what do you recommend? And they're recommending what they would, you know, to be as honest as they can, what they would recommend to themselves maybe. Sure. Uh, where, where that takes it away. So – you are forced to say to the guy that pulled up and says, okay, here's a list of things, and you say, can I throw a couple of things on that I recommend to you? Yeah. But he's not saying that, right? No, they, At, they, it goes a little bit yeah. both ways, but they're, that you could just recognize that guy. Call him a cigar geek if you want. That guy that wants to try the stuff that has a little bit of buzz around it, you can tell by the list. And it's like, oh, you, you missed a couple of things. If you want me to make some recommendations, I'm happy to do it. Based on what Based what on what there. I'm seeing, I'm happy to put a couple extra in there. You know, what's your budget? There was one guy, he wanted a box of Byron Disquinditos. We don't have any boxes. Okay. That we're not at, there's, there's some on their way, but we ran through that, that run and ends up with Byron Poema, the closest thing we can get as far as the strength and but flavor. Much smaller. Much smaller. And he said, normally I smoke a bigger cigar. And I said, well, I don't know if you heard about this COVID thing, but you know, people aren't shipping right now. So you want Byron, you're going to have to take the Byron that's the closest and he said, all right, I'll take Closest it. Closest in flavor, but wrong right. in size. Correct. And you haven't heard back from him to know if he's on No, he's, he's had that before. He's he's happy. Yeah. He's happy. Because we do have to sacrifice right now. You know, you want the double-ply toilet paper. The single-ply <laughs> is there. There is no double-ply. You, you suck it's it up. Double up on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the other thing that consumers really have, you know, normally you got the guy that just, he smokes his size and that's it. But everybody's been pretty good by and large. Of saying, you know what, I can I can do the robusto instead of the toro, or the toro instead of the robusto. And for the most part, people are being nice and kind. Very. Tips, right? I, I and I beg them not to. Please don't. I'm I'm just happy you drove up to the store. Yeah. Please don't. Nope, you're going above and beyond for us. So, okay. Now, when it comes to online, are, are they buying up or down? What are they doing? Uh, I'm noticing a lot of people that have been in the habit of ordering online are now calling for a conversation, ah. but then they place their order anyway online. They're more comfortable. They're stuck in that habit, uh, but people are looking for a lot of recommendations. People are asking about what you're smoking, um, and people are shopping outside their usual, uh, I don't want to say means, so we'll say outside of their comfort zone in terms of money spent. Uh, we've known pe we've seen people that have been ordering bundles or lesser price box cigars ordering up. You know, we a guy smoking a bundle is now ordering Padrones, 
And it hasn't been just one or two guys. I've noticed it on a significant amount of people. Well, think about this, though. This is an affordable luxury. You can't go to the movies. Right. You can't go out to eat. Yeah. So all the things you would normally spend your money on that are affordable. income. Correct. Yeah. Is now going to be cigars. Barry, what have you seen in the last couple of days? Because the checks hit on the 15th for direct deposit. So Tuesday and This w- is the stimulus check. Yes. Yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday was out of control. Um, people were spending money left and right. You know, I, I put a thing online that support your local brick and mortar, the guy that's struggling to make ends meet. Which I've, but, I've heard from uh, some people that called me up, uh, manufacturers, and they see my Facebook posts and uh, things like that. And support broken men, support brick and mortar. You have an online presence, too. You can kill it. Push your online thing. And I said, absolutely not. No, because no. the community uh, needs your money. Absolutely. Uh, but there are a large segment of the cigar population that has to drive 50 miles to get to a store, and they don't want to do that right now. And they may get there, and the store's not even open. Right. Hours and have changed. And I understand that. You look if- at Texas. Texas wasn't allowed to do curbside picket pickup so all the cigar shops in texas are shut down oh my god this is going to be so devastating and as the as the shutdowns went across the country we saw more and more people from the states that were affected beginning to stockpile beginning you, to buy more and you could see that oh all of a sudden new york you mentioned she shut big. down virginia shut down went up big um and even places that are seeing a little bit of a, a burst of um cases like south dakota which really hasn't shut down, but they've seen a tremendous increase in cases. We've seen a tremendous increase in shipments to South Dakota. So the, the, the person living in South Dakota says, yeah, it's not a shutdown of stuff, but I've chose personally to stay, stay home. home. So therefore, I have to buy online at that and, point. And they're buying, you know, some of them are first-time customers, but some of them have, you know, bought a single here, a TAA release here. So have you seen lots of first-time customers? A lot of first-time customers. Wow. So, and I, I worry about brick and mortar. It is our mainstay of what we do, and I'm a big supporter of brick and mortar, or always have been, and I'm afraid that we are having an, a major influx of everybody buying everything online, and if they have a good um, experience with that, they may become yeah. online people, and you can't, you you know, do it. There's a crisis. You got to buy from whoever you got to buy for them if that's what you want the product of. Uh, I had a, a case of toilet paper shipped. We don't buy our toilet paper shipped. We go to stores and we buy what we have to buy, but there is none. So she clicked a button and said, if it ever comes, it comes. It came. Um, but we plan to go right back to brick and mortar right. of everything we possibly can uh-huh. after this is over. And I, I I implore our listeners to actually do the same when this is over because you're going to have no place to go. As you have no place to go right now, you're going to have no place to go after the fact. Uh, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid that this is going to be another nail in the coffin of brick and mortar everything. It's going to be a major blow that's going to happen. Another interesting thing that has happened is guys that use us as their humidor. Yeah. Buying humidors. Ah, so they come in and buy a few cigars. And the other the other interesting play is that they're buying roughly one and a half times the amount of cigars that they get until the humidor is filled. And then they go back to their regular box a week. So you are curbsiding selling humidors? 
Never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not, no, ta- I'm not talking to this 30 of them. It, you know, there's three guys that I know off the top of my head that just would – they swore off humidors. We've shown them to them a million times, mm-hmm. not doing it, and now all three of them have humidors. And then I just – because I, I got nothing else to do for three weeks, I just watched their buying habits. Right. Roughly one and a half times what they bought until the humidor hit the box – the stick count and then back to their regular box a week. So now they have a backup in case – the shit really hits the fan. Yeah. And we know, we also noticed online when they announced the factories were closing in Nicaragua, Honduras, Dominican Republic, the panic almost set in. And people that used to order one box, you know what? Give me three. Do you have three in stock? I'll take three. Because they're worried yeah. that the supply chain is going to be interrupted. We're going to do a whole show on this, uh, not next week, the following week, of uh, what we think this is going to do to the cigar industry where factories were closed for 30 days, maybe more. Uh, even when factories are open, employees are not showing up. Um, if there's 300 million cigars sold in a year and uh, already we're 40 days into this thing, um, you're talking about 10% or 30 million cigars did not come to the United States. Right. Um, then when they even do, it's going to be, it's not like they're putting the band on it. They're not at the point of, of that. They got to wait until they build up to a point of a cigar resting and, and we're in it. It's a dangerous thing. Cause as I got to in cigar news on the show on Saturday, that the import numbers were down this year compared to the last year. And they were kind of significantly down overall for premium cigars. I'm scared to see how much further down. Oh, they would. It'll be dramatic. I think the bigger guys, guys like the Perdomos of the world, the Jose Dominguez's of the world, that make a lot of cigars anyways, when they shut down, if they shut down, their cigars that were resting just get an extra 30 days. They should be able to come in and pick up like... But you think everybody's going to walk in. First off, they're probably not going to let them. They're going to say, okay, you can put 25% of the people in. To work, um, the government is even over in these countries. The government is paying the laborers not to work, and some manufacturers told me they opened and nobody showed up for work. Why did they not show up for work? Because they're getting paid not to work, and they're not going to show up for work. Uh, we may see this in this country too. I think it's going to be a, a long tail of getting back. Even when they say, "Okay, the door's open, go," it's not going to be boom. Everybody's back there. It's going to be. It may take six months to get to full capacity, which is going to be of that six months, three whole months of nothing, right? If yeah. if you divide it by, so it, this thing is five months long. And you know, I think even with the consumer behavior, it's somewhat situational because I've seen lately in Facebook groups people saying, "Who can recommend a cheap, good bundle cigar?" So I think it depends. If you're out of work. And your stimulus check comes in, you're still not feeling wealthy enough to up your cigars. In sure. fact, you're going in the opposite direction. That's what happened in 2008. The economy tanked, and people, uh, some people stopped altogether because yeah. we're not hooked on this thing. And uh, the affordable luxury, well, I can't afford it right now, so I'm not going to do it. And other people went from smoking some high end cigars to low-end cigars, some dramatic moves. And some of these people, and you can think off the top of your head, still to this day, that was 12 years ago. Uh, Yeah, that was 12 years ago. They never went back? No. Hmm. No. So behavior, and that's what we're talking about, the consumer behavior during the coronavirus, 
some of this thing is going to stick and it's going to change the behavior. We talk about old people that went through the depression and generations acted different because of a short period of time. My grandfather was afraid to try a new cigar because if he didn't like it, the cigar was going to go to waste. This was his whole, I'd have to promise if he was going to try something new, I would smoke something in the thirties. Correct. 90 years ago. Correct. Yeah. So consumer behavior, uh, what is going on with this and how is this going to affect us in the long term? Is there going to be a shortage of cigars? Is there going to be, uh, when, when a shortage happens on product too, it's a supply and demand issue. Demand may be higher because there's a shortage of cigars and people, as we see, hoard. There's a shortage, so... I'm going to buy more than I ever needed, which makes it even worse. Now the supply chain is even lower. And what ends up happening? Raising of prices end up happening. So how, what, what is going to happen here? If, if I was a consumer and really into cigars or something, I think I would be stockpiling. As a retailer, thinking that this is happening, should I be stockpiling? The problem is we have no sales coming in, so it's going to be very, very hard to stockpile when business is so bad. Right. And and the uncertainty, um, boy, it, it's, it's going to get tough. It's going to get tough out there. I don't have the answers, but we're going to do a whole show on it. Next week, we have Nicholas Perdomo from Perdomo Cigar. This is Nick Perdomo's son coming on. His first ever interview with us was many years ago. He was a kid. We're bringing him on as a man. That's right, a man. He was and a man. He was a man. He had a beard. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Perdomo and the following week we're going to really dig into this with some actual numbers and hopefully we'll be further along to be able to give you some real insight as it goes on so that's the after show next week Nicholas Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars we'll see you next time stick the lid end in your mouth you might like it The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.